Welcome back to another episode of the, the Ravenpuff, Ravenpuff Podcast. Podcast. I'm Isla. I'm Sita. And today we are doing an episode on Isla's one true love. What? <laughs> Did you forget what this episode was about? No, no, I remember. <laughs> okay, um, about one of my all-time favorite, our all-time favorite books. More mine. Um, I still really like it. <laughs> yes. Heartstopper um, by Alice Oseman. And this episode was actually of a quest from Sadie. I don't know if we gave them a shout out or not, but if not, shout out to Sadie. For this idea. Um, we, w- we were probably going to end up doing it anyway, but yes. this was extra motivation. Yay. All right. Um, but before we get into things, we have quite a, we've gotten like a lot of emails in the last couple weeks. It's, um, been kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, but we are just going to do a couple. So if we do not do you and you have emailed, we will do you in the next episode. Probably. I think so. Hopefully. Um, but yeah, so let's start off with, hold on. Just scroll down. Scroll from Emily. She um, sent us an email and gave us a question that we will at we will answer. It says, "What is your favorite Harry Potter creature?" Bestrel. <laughs> yes, of course it is. You love Bestrels. I love Bestrels. I like Luna. I like skeletons. I like. Speaking of Luna, shout out to Lunatic, and only Emily will know what that means. Wait. Lunatic is Emily's dog. Yeah. I Lunatic is adorable and awesome. We were definitely not told to say that. No. I'm, um, I'm sure Lunatic is adorable and awesome. Yes. I have a cat named Luna, and we call it Lunatic sometimes. So that's yes. fun. I don't know. It's a great name. There's so many great Harry Potter creatures. I know. There's there's so much. And then there are so many that were, like, mentioned once that we know nothing about. I'm probably going to go with the hippogriff, the hippogriff, just because I know what that is. Yeah. Um, yeah. So thanks for that, Emily. And our next one is from Joe. And they have a book recommendation, The School for Good and Evil. I feel like, did we talk about that? I don't, I think, I feel like we did, might have. We, like, mentioned it once, because I got to, like, I read that, I read most of that series, and then sort of fell off. I would, I I read the first book, and it was okay. Like, it was one of those books where I was, like, I was, I was pretty into the first book, but it wasn't really worth me reading the rest of the series. Which I was a little surprised, because it's, like, a really popular book series. I... Okay, the thing is, I really, I kind of want to try it again now. Yeah. Because I feel like we've gotten it recommended multiple times, and it seemed mm-hmm. really popular. But at the same time, also, I read them, like, multiple years ago. But, like, I read the first one. I read the second one. I read halfway through the third one, forgot about the third one, and then accidentally started reading the fourth one, and had no idea what was going on. Pain. <laughs> And then they also had a question and says, what's a book series that you really love but you haven't talked about on the podcast? Um, I feel like I've talked about all my favorite ones on the podcast. Yeah. One of my favorite book series that I haven't really talked about because Sita hasn't read it 
books and author. Brandon Sanderson is a really great author, and I love all of his books. He's got two YA series. One of them is called The Reckoners, and the other one is called Skyward, <laughs> which I was just talking to you about before we started recording. Yeah. And I am almost done with his books, and I'm very excited because I really like so that's that's a book series that I haven't talked um, about on here. Okay, well, all my favorite ones we have talked about, but I recently finished uh, Renegades by Marissa Myers that Isla should read. Yes, I should. So we can talk about it, because we've gotten recommend- uh, we've gotten suggestions for those two. Yes. Uh, that was pretty good. Um, I'm trying to think, because I feel like those... I'm trying to think, like, comics. We haven't talked about comics. I mean, this is our first one. You don't. I don't really read comics. Oh, I. Not exactly comic comics, but like graphic novels. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I'm sure there is something. I'm much more of a novel person. Yeah. All right. We have. Uh, one more that I think we're gonna do. Oh yes, this person signed off. A fop or a fan of your (laughs) podcast. We're gonna. We should stop calling our our listeners AFOPs now. Yeah, you guys are our AFOPs. <laughs> that sounded so weird. <laughs> That's why it's great. Okay. And this person has a theory. Well, it's kind of. Yeah, yeah, it's a theory. Not exactly a theory, but like a head cannon. Head cannon. Yeah. So. And it's this is on the topic of. Like, way back in our second episode, I don't recommend listening to it. It's so cringy. I don't, I don't recommend listening to it. But uh, we were talking, like, something about evil Hufflepuffs. Yeah. About evil Hufflepuffs. And so this is kind of a continuation of that. Yeah. So they said, um, even though J.K. Rowling said she was a Slytherin, I think Bellatrix Lestrange is a Hufflepuff, and let me tell you why. As a Hufflepuff myself, I know that we are kind, patient, justiceful, not a word, but just go with it, and okay. loyal. If you reread the books or rewatch the movies, you'll notice that Lestrange doesn't even want to take over the world. She's just blindly loyal to, Vol- to Voldemorty. Uh, <laughs> he must not be named. Um, and that is what would happen if a, Huffle- if a Hufflepuff turned um, way too loyal to an evil person. Also, um, yeah. So that was really that's very interesting. I, I think I can kind of see that. Like I feel like Hufflepuffs I honestly thought that kindness was a trait of Hufflepuffs for so long and then I found out that it wasn't. Yeah. And I think that's like what a lot of people It's not think like too. an official trait, but it kind yeah. of like goes with but, everything. But the thing is, like Slytherins, one of their traits is also that loyalty. Yeah. So it's like difficult because So Hufflepuffs and Slytherins actually go pretty well together. A lot of people think that. That's a very popular opinion. <laughs> all right. So thank you for all of those uh, emails. And like I said, we have a lot more that we will get to in future episodes. Yes. And remember, if you want to send an email of your own, it's ravenpuffpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, and in case you're someone who just listens to like to see if you got shout out, if you're not like interested in the actual episode, Give us fanfic suggestions. Yes. We've been saying this so much in all, like, the episodes. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, with that, we will get into the episode. Yes. So we, even though we would have probably have done this anyway, we were specifically requested um, by Sadie that 
uh, we do an age rating, or as we call it, a spoiler-free review. And uh, just so you know, this is going to be about both the comic and the show. Yes. The Netflix show. Um, actually, before we do that, first, for anyone who doesn't know, it's very popular. I don't fight now, uh, especially, so I doubt that's a lot of people that uh, clicked on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is Heartstopper? Heartstopper was originally published as a webcomic. And it's like a queer YA romance, mm-hmm. um, and don't know. It's like uh, it's like don't I don't know if I'm should I like describe the story? I guess yeah. So basically, they they're like they're in high school. <laughs> I don't. They know. don't have high school. Well, we would Americans who don't understand what how what England is. No. So. <laughs> so they're like i think they're in like 10th and 11th grade except it's year 10 and year 11 if yeah if we have any um people from england (laughs) who would like to explain their school system please let us know please educate clueless americans yeah um anyway and they're like put in the same class even though one of them's a year older and i'm in classes with people who are older and it's based and uh Charlie Spring, who's, like, sort of the main, I mean, it starts- Okay, this is a great way of explaining things. Okay, they are, they are two boys, they are in love. Uh, it is very fluffy. Very fluffy. Lots of romance. The uh, book has, the comic has a lot of swearing in it. Yes. That's kind of in the age rating mm-hmm. section, I get. The age rating we're gonna keep relatively spoiler-free. Yes. Too. Um, I don't know how to explain it other than that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's free to read uh, online. It's on hiatus, hiatus right now, which I'm so sad. sad about. But, uh, but it's free to read. Look will, it up. We will put a link to the webcomic in the episode description. Okay, yes. Um, and it's like... <laughs> I don't know what to say. Has, yeah. <laughs> But um, spoiler-free review slash age rating it. Yes. So. Okay. So the comic and the show. I I always recommend reading like the original source material first. Mm-hmm. Um, or like knowing the original source material first. Yeah. Uh. But also with this one, I feel like the the show is, um, oh, the comic has a higher age rating than it's, the show. Yeah, it's more mature and aimed for older audiences. Um, yeah, they, okay, in the comic, they're, okay, I would say, like, generally 12 and up. Yeah, for the comic. But the thing with 12-year-olds, very annoying creatures, um, they, they range a lot. Yeah. In the sort of stuff they can handle. So in the comic, uh, there is, like, a lot of, they swear a lot. Yeah. Uh, it's very common. And at, it gets, like, kind of darker as it goes on. Yeah, it starts to like, deal with topics like eating disorders and mental health. But then just in, like, the first, there's, like, a lot of swearing. There is, like, talk about, like, sexual assault mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Uh, and it's, then, all, it's all relatively <laughs> mild. It's a generally, it's a, it's a generally positive. Yeah, and the, so there's, like, little dabbles of angst. <laughs> I wish you could see the hand motions I'm doing right now. Mm-hmm. And then it, but it's generally like really 
feel like I'm saying generally a lot. Yeah. But it's very, like, light-hearted, yeah. fluffy, mm-hmm. lots of romance. I could read, like, two episodes at a time, and then my brain melted. Unlike me, you read it all in the span of, like, three hours. Yeah. It, I'm surprised I enjoy it. I'm not a romance person, like, at all. I remember we were recording, I think it was our Daughter of the Deep episode, and in between everyone, I would just pull out my phone and start reading Heartstopper, and you, like, got really mad at me. <laughs> because we were trying to record. I know. Um, and I was like, no, I must know what happens next. <laughs> but, and then, okay, what were we saying? We got kind of off topic. Um, um okay. Yeah, it's, they were all, like, in the later seasons there's like this chunk of kind of like like i've let you be happy for years now here's the angst yeah and then it's just like angst 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 oh fluff angst 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 uh-huh and then it gets like it starts to build back up again yes um so be ready for that yep it kind of just gets plunked on you and then you're like no but also like yay because i like angst i'm i'm a weirdo like that all right <laughs> Let's talk about the show. Yes. So the show is, I would say, I don't know. The show is tough because generally it's aimed for a lower audience. But then they also, there's, they like. like They make out a lot. <laughs> yeah, they make out like four or five times throughout the series. But like that's nothing Disney movies didn't show us. Yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> but like, honestly, little mini rant here <laughs> sorry Isla. it's okay but like i like the movies my parents showed me as a kid i'm still a kid like it's nothing like i watched like clue have you yeah. seen the clue movie i watched this really insane version i didn't see the original clue but i saw this movie oh. just kind of spiraled oh it, it was into the like it was like it was if it was based off book, it'd probably be like four books worth of content in an hour and a half movie, and it was insane. It went from like solving something about like Tesla's invention <laughs> to like secret society that's trying to take over the world. Let's do a clue episode. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, you know, I'm just saying, nothing in Heartstopper is anything worse than the movies my parents showed me when mm-hmm. I was much younger. Yes. Or that Disney movie showed me when I was much younger, you know? Yeah. I would say... But that's... Probably... I Okay, I'd probably say 10 and up for the show. I was going to say 11 and up. Maybe 10 or, or st- 11. Or still, like, 12 and up, but it's less of... But it's less of, like, a some 12-year-olds might be. But it'd be, like, all 12-year-olds. Well, again, it's not always well, all... Not because all. there's always, like, one kid. Uh, but, you know... Speaking very generally. Yeah. Um, um, uh, again, in the show, brief uh, sexual assault kind of yeah. thing. A, a, someone kisses someone else without consent. Yeah, so I, that's the age rating. 12 yeah. and up. There is prob- there's some mild swearing in the show. It's very mild. <laughs> in, in, the, in the comic, they swear very often. It's it, yes, it's quite frequent. But also, it's nothing you wouldn't hear at your in average a sixth grade classroom, like middle so, school. Yeah, so <laughs> twelve and up. Yeah, yeah, uh huh. And then for like a review, okay, should we do a coin cobs? Yes. Okay, comic. What out of seven coin cobs? 
I will give it, oh gosh, um, no. Oh, this is so hard. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I want to give them both seven out of seven corn comps, but that's like two. I need to be more nitpicky. Okay, can I go first? Yes, go first. Okay. Uh, comic. Okay, again, this is harder. <laughs> I'm gonna go with six out of seven quote comps. That's what I was thinking. I I love it very much, and maybe I'm just not used to the, um, to the like web comic style of. I'm used to like you know, physical books. Mm-hmm. So it might be a bit different. Uh, so I feel like I'm kind of unfairly judging it. But there are some times where there's like random jumps in the story. Yeah. But it goes back. Uh, or like the episodes don't exactly line up with each other. Yes. Which from a, a webcomic standpoint is perfectly normal. Mm-hmm. But from like a, a physical book yes. standpoint doesn't make much sense. Mm-hmm. Which is just what I'm used to. So maybe I'm biased. And then for the show, um, well, okay, let's rate the show as an adaptation and then just as a show by itself. Okay. As an adaptation, as an adaptation, I'm going to give it five out of seven. Because the, about the first three, three and a half episodes are pretty much exactly to the book. Then it kind of goes on its own thing. And, okay, so sometimes I feel like I've gotten kind of better about accepting that adaptations are not going to be the book on a screen. I can respect this a lot more as an adaptation with its differences because Alice yeah. wrote it, who yeah. is the author of the comics. So she really made sure to still keep it true to the core of the story while changing little things like adding new characters that we will talk about later mm-hmm. and just changing mild minor plot things and so as an adaptation five out of seven but it's still it's still a good adaptation yeah like there are bad adaptations and there are good adaptations this is definitely a good adaptation <laughs> i am very happy with it i've watched it at least 10 times not exaggerating okay, okay. Um, yes, I have very, I have very similar thoughts. I feel like the, the characters were portrayed really well. Yes, I agree. Uh, they, they found, like, really great actors. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess it's, yeah, I would say also, I'm gonna end up rating it all six out of seven. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, six out of seven, it did like, stray a bit, but I feel like, uh, it did, I mean, if you listen to our, uh, Percy Jackson casting episode, where we talked about that, mm-hmm. I, I see it as kind of, like, a similar way, like, they're probably doing some different things, but it's kind of necessary. They're using the book as, like, a jumping off point. Yeah. And then, yeah. Being like, well, and I, I've read, I've watched so many interviews, and, like, read so much stuff about, like, Alice saying that, like, well, a format that might work for a webcomic might not work for a TV show. So she had to, like, speed things up and add in things here and there to make it, like, more dramatic and just things that would make it more suitable for TV. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And then just as a show in general. I'm going to give it six out of seven. Six and a half. Very close to seven out of seven. Yeah. Um, Again, it's like a romance, so it wasn't, like, my... It's a very cheesy romance. Yeah. So it wasn't, like, my personal <laughs> tastes. Um, 
So I, six out of seven too. It was still really good. I like it. If very, you can very get much. me to enjoy a romance, then yeah. it's probably good. Uh huh. Um, exactly. I say that, but then I also watch High School Musical. So, <laughs> well, that's an ironic thing. Yeah. I watched this unironically. Mm, exactly. Um. I will say that like sometimes the show like is can be a little bit like cringy or a little like overly cheesy, but that's just because it's like being realistic to how teenagers are. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah. Like <laughs> it's a little cringy sometimes, but it's very real. Yeah. Uh and I think it can be really important for a lot of Yeah, people. for te- for teenagers not to be just like perfectly glamorous. Mm-hmm. Like, I never do anything wrong in my entire life. Yeah. Uh-huh. It can also start lots of important conversations with families and whatever. But, yeah, sure. whatever. <laughs> uh, now, um, should we talk about it? Yes, let's talk about it. Okay. <laughs> Alright. Um, we are going to start by talking about the comic. And we kind of said like our overall thoughts in the mm-hmm. earlier section thingy yes. so we are going to talk about the characters a bit more so we um, planned oh my gosh planning wow actually sorry i'm going away from the plan already <laughs> i was out of the face huh. okay uh i would like to give just like a few more thoughts i guess yes, about yes. the comic yeah, or just an appreciation and it's that I really like how, though it is romance, it is a romance comic, the main, like, conflicts and stuff are never centered around the romance. Yes. You know? Like, Mm -hmm. Nick and Charlie are allowed to just be, like, Nick and Charlie with, like, without, like, I don't know, jealousy, uh, a love triangle, relationship issues. Mm Mm-hmm. I just love that they're kind of able to be there in a nice, stable, healthy relationship and worry about, like, real-world stuff. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. I appreciate them being able to just have their nice, wholesome, healthy relationship and then focus on other stuff instead of... I don't know. Alice had so many opportunities to go down, like, the the love triangle... Uh, kind of not great toxic relationship mm-hmm. like the i thought you loved me blah 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 but but she didn't and i appreciate that yeah i like that and then i remember i read like a mini comic um like cause she just guessed mini comics and yeah. it was like and it was like really minor relationship drama and i was like oh oh this hurts because i, I wasn't used to any of it and it was literally a guest mini comic yeah, do you have any, like, more general thoughts? They're probably going to come up. Yeah. Later. Uh, I think so. So, uh, All right. can we yes. talk about the characters? We are just saying our favorite character. Um, oh. oh, gosh, this is so hard. Okay, I have a different one for the show than for the comic, I would say. I love them all so much. Um, Darcy is an absolute, like, mood. <laughs> such a vibe i love her so much um so she might be my favorite character just to see on screen or yeah 
on screen because I read it on my phone. That works. Yeah. 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 Um, I I like Elle. I like Elle too. Elle is great. Elle is really And I'm glad because we saw a lot more Elle in the show, I think. Yeah, because Elle isn't introduced until like Charlie's birthday where she's kind of just there. And, and then, then she's can... not she's not really a character until like she and Tao become a thing. Yeah, I like how she got kind of like a proper like, introduction. Like a proper storyline. Yes, I agree. In the show. Although I do want like a backstory episode slash mini comic slash novel. <clears throat> Alice. <clears throat> we need that. Slash anything. Backstory. <laughs> So yeah, I would say Elle's my favorite character for the comic, yeah, but like I, I, I really love them all. Yeah. Uh, as for it's probably which, Darcy. As for which comic character I related to the most, <laughs> do you know what I'm gonna say? I do. Do you want to go first? Sure. Um, I feel like Darcy's gonna answer for a lot of these. I relate a decent amount to Darcy. Huh. Um, That's interesting. It's hard to. I watched the show so recently, it's hard to distinguish their book personalities from their show personalities. Mm-hmm. Um, because the actors are so great. <laughs> I know. Um, so, I'm not totally sure on that one, but Sita, fire away. You want to say it? <laughs> no. You say it. Okay, I relate to Tao the most. Yes, you do. <laughs> because I am all, also introverted and also wear a beating all the time. Yes. All the time. All the time. It's summer and I'm still wearing it. <laughs> yeah. My dad, he was like, instead of saying Sita's here, he pointed and then mimicked putting a hat on. <laughs> well, it's it's become my core personality trait. I, I once did not wear my hat to school and no one recognized me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, sarcastic, introverted, heart, not heart, hat wearer. So yeah. I'm basically Tao. I'm also in love with Elle, so <laughs> I'm basically Tao. Yep. Um, okay, let's see. Do we have anything else? No. Um, so now we're going to talk about the show. And so... And the show's characters. Yes. So I was thinking that we would talk about the new characters yeah. slash plot lines that were added to the show that mm-hmm. I approve of. So let's start with new characters, and let's start with Imogen. She plays a bigger role than Isaac. Okay. So, um, well, just like general opinions on her as a character, and then we'll get into how she fits into the okay. story. Okay. I feel like I would have, I would, I would like Imogen if she wasn't like a big barrier between Nick and Charlie, because hmm. like that that's her role in the plot, and it adds a good dynamic, which I like, but. I think she she's she's got kind of a bubbly personality and she's like I don't know she's very on the on the edge for me like yeah. I'm not sure if I like her or not me too I go back and forth being like oh I like her and also like mm-hmm. um can I yes you have more stuff to say um well I felt like it was a bit necessary for the show to like add a little more drama mm-hmm. in between Nick and Charlie. Yeah. Because, like, you Otherwise know, the comic like... is very... I almost said the comic is very straightforward. <laughs> the comic is very gay-forward. but And very, like, fluffy, you know. They get together, you know, they stay together, and then it's confirmed that they're together in the future uh-huh. as well. We see them as adults. Yes. Um. So, like, 
just to like keep people watching the show. Yeah, because if they get was, to get, because they like, I think sort it, of get together in episode four, and there's yeah. eight episodes, so it'd be pretty boring if it was like what a rugby match and then field day. Yeah, like so because it would. Yeah, it would honestly be pretty boring. Yeah. So you need that drama that Imogen adds. Yeah, they needed a bit of drama, and I do like how she didn't get like angry at Nick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really. Um. I haven't actually, like, seen that episode in a while, so I don't exactly remember how she reacted. But I also feel like it is, like, though it was kind of a joke move, it is very realistic for, like, uh, Nick to not really know what to say Mm -hmm. and to just, like, accidentally kind of say yes. Yeah. Because her dog died. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, because he's, like, kind of sort of in this relationship with this guy. But he's also, yeah. like, kind of sort of not. He's, like, really confused. And then she's, like, real sad. And he's, like, I don't know what to do. So I felt like that was, like, kind of, that was kind of realistic. It was kind of realistic. It was realistic. And I liked that. I was also mildly mad at Nick. But then I couldn't really stay mad at him. Mm-hmm. And, Poor guy. Um, I know. I feel like they could have done a little bit more with her, though. Yeah. I kind of hope she, like kind of, like, gets more development in yeah. second season, and, like, she kind of merges into the Paris squad, maybe, sort of. I, I have a feeling she might replace, I don't know how to say her name, Sahar? Yeah. Sahar? I think so. That's probably not right. I had a dream <laughs> where I met her, and I was, like, so excited, that's me, not stop the characters, and I was, like, hi, Sahar, and she's, like, that's not how I say my name, and I was really embarrassed. Oh. Um... <laughs> But I have a feeling she might end up replacing her because there's, um, because she's not really relevant to the yeah, plot so at all. She's just kind of there as a friend. Yeah, she's, she's, uh, the in the like Paris squad, and then she goes to Nick and Charlie's school. Yeah, and I feel like Imogen could very realistically replace that. Mm-hmm. Uh. Because then, you know, we have, like, the, the like, the males and then the females. <laughs> you, know, you know, we yeah. have, like, uh, Darcy, Tara, Elle, and Imogen mm-hmm. then. And then... Nick, Charlie, Tao. And Isaac now Isaac. instead of Alan. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like it would have kind of been... I feel like Imogen kind of had the right to be a bit angry at Nick. Yeah. Like, of course, it would have been, I feel like, fun to see, not fun, but, you know, interesting. Like, she's not angry at him because he's, like, bi and dating Charlie. Mm -hmm. She's angry at him because he said yes to going out with her and then, like, kind of ghosted her. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. And I feel like that would have also been, like, a very realistic, interesting thing to see. I don't remember if that happened or not. Yeah. I don't remember it really happening. But I like that Nick's able to have, like, a nice supportive friend outside of Charlie's friend group. Yeah. And I, I hope we see we see something with Imogen in the future. Me too. Erospec. Yeah. Imogen. Can that happen? Can that be a thing? <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> okay. Uh, now, shall we talk about Isaac? Yes, Isaac is my favorite character from the show. <laughs> I also relate to him very much. He is the asexual friend who constantly reads. If you pause the show and look at the and look at the books he's reading, I have either read or want to read the majority of them. Yes. Like they're on my to read list from before I read the show. 
oh, not read the show from before. I watched the show. So I relate to him deeply. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Yes. He's very great. I love yeah, him very he much. Replaces, he plays the role that Alad last plays in the comics. Because Alad is um, the main character in Radio Silence, which yes. is another book that Alad has read and I have not. Because I can't find it very anywhere. very good. Um, <laughs> And and I believe Alice said that she didn't she had Isaac instead of Alad because whatever happened in the Heartstopper show might interfere with the Radio Silence timeline. So if Radio Silence was ever going to become its own thing, yeah. Uh, and I like Isaac. I think he adds kind of a fun dynamic to the group. Yeah, he's honestly been. He's like. There's nothing about him that is drastically different from Alad in the comics, mm-hmm. except for that he kind of has more personality. Yeah, Alad was, like, kind of there. Yeah, and, like, I'm, I'm like, sure Alad gets talk. a lot more character oh in, his, in his own book. I cannot think of Alad the same way. <laughs> oh, I want to read it so bad. Um, but, you know, they, they kind of gave Isaac more of a personality than I feel like Alad had. Mm-hmm. He was just kind of hovering there. Yeah. Uh, so I feel like Isaac is, he's a very good character, yes. and I think the, it's, uh, the, the show isn't exactly lacking of no. anything. I feel like Isaac has only improved the show. Yes, I, I am kind of sad that if a Radio Silence show ever comes out or some or something, then there won't be that little, like, connection between yeah. them. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I still, I'm not disappointed that, uh, about Isaac and Alan. Yeah, me, me neither. Another just, like, random appreciation for the show is that I like how it added a lot more storyline and a lot more depth to characters other than Nick and Charlie. Tara and Darcy. Yeah, because, like, point. um... Because in the show, you have the ability to, like, go to other, like, places, other yeah. perspectives, see other things. Mm-hmm. And I guess you could technically do that in the comic, too, but it wouldn't work as well. Yes. So, I really love that they gave a lot more, like, uh, uh, just char- kind of screen time. Yeah, screen time, character but development. Most of episode seven was kind of about Tara and Darcy. Yeah, like, Tara, Darcy, and Elle. And like squad goals. Tao too, kind of. Yeah. You know? Tao got more of in a... the in the comic. I love them all very much in the comic and they're all great, but they were also always very backgrounded to Nick and Charlie. Yeah. So I like how they can all like be there kind of as main characters too in the show and we can see their things. And then like even more people get represented by these characters. Exactly. I also like how they gave the art teacher, like, a character. Yeah. Before uh, Paris. Overall, I just really like how the show, though I love Nick and Charlie, I love how the show uh, focuses on other characters and gives us a bit more backstory. Yes. Not really. I was a bit disappointed. Okay, why are they all so tall? First, I want to say that. Why are they all so tall? Second, Tao is... So much taller. Okay, Tao. Tao's hair. He needs to cut it off. I was wondering if we were going to talk about that. I forgot about that. Okay. 
but like the actor has the like hair that Tao has in the comic, I and know. then in the show they gave him like this, <laughs> this, weird, this weird thing. I know. And like so weird. I was talking to like Opal's mom about this. <laughs> of course you were, and and she was like. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's because of, like, I wasn't talking to Opal's mom. Opal was talking to me about Opal's mom. Oh, okay. Wait, was I in the... I don't know. Opal's mom said at some point that, like, well, yeah, it's supposed to be, like, you know, teenage boys have weird hair. (laughs) And as someone who was around many teenage boys, I can confirm that, yes, they do have weird hair. They also wear Crocs. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, wait, okay. You know what it kind of reminds me of? Like, the original draft for, um, Luz's thing, she had, like, long pieces in the front. But hers looked good. Yeah, hers looked good. Tao's, Tao's just weirds me out. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know what they They need some there. sort of defining hair characteristic underneath the beanie, apparently. But, you, <laughs> but you, you know, I think, I, I think, okay, season two, Tao gets a haircut. Yes. Please. All right. So that's basically our thoughts and opinions on the Heartstopper comics uh, and TV show. Tara and Darcy with were both perfect. Like we yes. haven't talked about them a lot, but that's just because there's nothing to say because they're, they're so absolutely great. perfect in every way, and I love them. Yes. But as I mentioned earlier, if you would like to email us at ravenwoodpodcast at gmail dot com, you can do that. And fan fiction, fan fiction ideas. And please. please include your first name or whatever you'd like to be called, pronouns, and if you would like, you know, Hogwarts House, we've gone through this before, you know the joke. Fandom information, yes. uh, a question, whatever, something random you want to tell us, if you want us to shout out your pet, <laughs> apparently we do that now. I feel like we're going to do a lot of that now. Yep. Right. If you're comfortable, send us a picture of your pet. We like looking at cute animals. We do. <laughs> if you're comfortable with that. Yes. All right. Thank you for listening, and we will see you next time. Bye.